You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Ah, oh, what a theme song that is. Mm. Still love it. Hey, everybody, welcome back. My name is Jordan Lowe. Running through the house with a pickle in my mouth. Cliff Barnes. <laughs> and I got caught shaving. I'm Seth. <laughs> <laughs> been waiting to do that all week. <laughs> we didn't even know we were going to do that. That's pretty cool. Um, I didn't see any clogging going on. Where are you guys uh, at? I know. How I, I didn't wear my clogging shoes. <laughs> I know how to clog. <laughs> I was raised square dancing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. So we're if everybody is finally done with their listen, I'm done of the. Extreme TV theme song bracket. That was a lot of hours. A lot of work. A lot of to- in total, a lot of hours. But mm-hmm. I think worth worth the effort put in. If just a little bit more effort had been put in, <laughs> just a tiny bit. That's all I was implying. <laughs> I'm devastated. If we just sort of you know dot some eyes across some T's. Oh, I had like the worst moment yesterday <laughs> when I woke up, and it was brought to my attention. Amidst all the posts about people complimenting all the positive yeah, things, people about have enjoyed it. it. We've had <laughs> I'm many being sarcastic. We've had no. We've had several positive comments, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it only takes one. It takes. I, well, I only saw one string of comments and just cut like razor blades. <laughs> I messed up the Happy Days theme song. I, well, I was when I was when I was recording them. I was uh, I was on purpose looking for the earliest versions, like the original, before mm-hmm. they tried to get fancy or anything. Like the, you know, I don't know. Anyway, total brain fart. <laughs> Forgot the obvious theme song. But you had two other people in this room who said they loved. I the feel show. like you said something. Like you were started to yeah. say, "Hey, that's not right" or something. We mentioned it because yeah, it said, was. Wasn't like, there a different <clears throat> theme in season one? Which this, that was, was that's it. the one we yeah. played. So yeah, I yeah. couldn't think of what was earlier than that. But yeah, hey, we've left out the Sunday Monday Happy Days thing. But mistakes get made all the time. <sighs> you know, we think that we look back to see how the timeline would change. We're not going to spoil like what happened who won the whole thing or anything but it we think it would have got knocked out by mash anyway and that that yeah round if it would have made it past laverne and shirley it would have not got knocked out by so, yeah because jordan and i both would have voted MASH. there was definitely a doc brown alternate timeline yes there definitely was <laughs> but it we would think not, it would have the the real version would have beat laverne and shirley but it would not have gone full like biff tan no, no. Yeah. yeah wouldn't have been a big casino yeah so just call me and then by the way if we got we have a special thing now. We have patrons, and the greatest good thing for patrons: there's a complaint box. So if you're not a patron, we're not interested. <laughs> city full of walls. You can post complaints at. <laughs> yeah. Hey, welcome patrons. We have patrons now. We've talked we hypothetically. We've talked hypothetically about patrons and what hypothetically they would eventually one day get to hear. But now we have physical, actual human patrons. Think, if content. their bots were cool with that too. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. 
made us feel good and uh, put the pressure on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this is what I'm going to screw up. This is a professional that operation. I'm going to put hours and hours watching or doing my entire life and coming up with a bracket and screw up for them. Yeah, before it was amateur hour. <laughs> right. I really now, feel that way. Once once money changes hands, oh, then now, it becomes yeah. professional. We, we're wearing tuxes right now. <laughs> so thank you very much. Number one patron was Christian, correct? He correct. was the first one to sign up, so thank you very much. And uh, I felt I felt good about that because we had some content already preloaded. Right. So we weren't just sitting there talking about it like, hey, show out some money for us, and then we might put something up. Um, no, we, we, you know, we're trying to be proactive and we had a few little things already ready to go and hopefully, uh, you know, he'd listen to it. And then we had silver level. <laughs> silver Jefferson? <laughs> silver level donor. Uh, yeah. Uh, Justin, thank you. He's been a long time donor. I can't say he's number two because oh, yeah. he was first off the block. Right, right. Yeah. With some Christmas gifts. Yeah. Hooking us up with some equipment. Yeah, somebody had to. Yeah. <laughs> so. So he's the OG patron. He's, he's pretty right. much. Here's what you get for that. Like, like he pretty much, at, at the level he's at, he, he pretty much says, hey, I kind of like to be on an episode of <laughs> Where are we? Like, okay, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> he has Cliff's unlisted phone number. Right. Yeah. And can yeah. just dial in anytime he wants. And basically just interrupt us and take over. Right. The, the mic is yours. Yeah. I, I kind of so, feel like anybody else that's ever been on the show, like he's kind of set precedent for them too because now, you know, they got to be feeling that pressure like, right, oh, I've right. been on that show too. Yeah, Maybe yeah. I should uh, get on top of this. Well, we got some ideas for some things we're going to be adding to patron content where even, you know, I don't know if we want to say much about it until we decide exactly what we're doing. But. but as of right this second, we've got uh, a few things up, like the things we sit here and talk about as we're getting set up or between episodes <laughs> where we just kind of decide what we're going to talk about. Because we don't do a whole lot of pre-preparation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> we do a little bit. And, you know, if it's you get kinda, too prepared, it's not. Right, right. It's, you you know. lose the spontaneity. Right. So like we sit here for a while. Like I, Jordan will show up, and I'm like, "Oh no, how are we not going to talk about anything for a half hour until Cliff gets here?" <laughs> That's really the struggle, right it there. Really is. Yeah. Cliff will come over to set up sometimes. And I'm like, "Shut up! I'm washing dishes. I don't want to talk about it." And <laughs> we've always done that. And it, like from if the very we say beginning, something funny. We're just so mad. mad. Yeah, yeah, we're just mad because you can't recapture it. <laughs> right. And I, and if I do, I feel like that's <laughs> the best thing I have all night. <laughs> right. I just wasted my good joke. So yeah, we basically sit in silence. <laughs> on you guys. <laughs> but yeah, so you're going to get to be a fly on the wall and listen in as we, you know, uh, figure some stuff out. And it's also unrated. You might hear some of the yeah, language. Oh, yeah, that's is true. Our, is this podcast rated? Uh, Was I supposed to not tell them to call them their t- Cliff does does a little. Yeah, Yeah. you're creating bleeping words. Uh, I listen to podcasts all the time. Like, you know, quality people, and they say stuff, and it doesn't phase me or anybody else. Yeah, we've always kind of went from the very beginning. We went with this idea that, you know, hey, our kids can watch it, or nieces and nephews can watch it, or whatever. Um, Or you can listen to it as a family for the most part. You know, it gets a little. 
there are definitely podcasts I listen to like at work. Mm, right. And a customer comes in, oh, we got to mute it immediately. Yeah, so yeah. we try to be you know, PG-13 or so. All right. I'll accept that. So, yeah. But yeah, on the Patreon stuff there, I, I loaded up some stuff and it, it was, I, I felt like if I bleeped part of it out, it really lost something there. So I just left it in. I was like, yeah, that's. Yep. Yeah, so you, you know what you're getting in for. Um, we also have some of our classic So Pro podcasts. Yes. Episodes. A couple episodes. Two or three. So we, we recorded something like 20 So Pro episodes before we changed names, changed format. So yeah. they aren't available anywhere online. Uh, except, Not anymore. Except there. So there's yeah. a few of the classics, including the Christmas. Is the Christmas episode? No, the Christmas is actually loaded on our regular oh, page. Okay. We put Everyone that up. can get Yeah, that. everybody can get well, that. Well, we put that up at Christmas. But I actually, I put a, I put a, I think it was originally number, should have been So Pro number 12. We never put it out. I still had it. What's oh. on that one? Who, who and what? There was like, that? there was a guest um, on that episode. I don't remember her name. But she was like Michael's cousin. Oh, the artist. Yeah. Yeah, we did some interviews. And- yeah. I had, I, it was fully edited. Like it had just been sitting in storage for a couple years. Is it gold? Is it worth the dollar? I didn't go, I didn't go back and listen. I just loaded it up. I was like, hey, it's done. This sounds good. Patrons, you tell us. That's yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there's some bonus episodes like that, uh, behind the scenes stuff. We've actually done some original content. Yeah. Uh, we've done a few anecdotes on there. We have done... Last week, we did a fun thing where I came up with uh, <clears throat> manga titles, and they had to guess whether they were real or not. Yeah. Mm. And we did a fun little uh, guessing game with uh, some of these ridiculously <laughs> translated I, I still titles. am waiting for some more Kapow Theater. Yeah, we're so going to do some Kapow Theater at some point. So there's a little bit on there. We plan a lot more, and we plan on giving you guys... A chance to vote on some things, having a voice in our one jobs and some things like that. So yeah, patron only. So yeah, we thank the people who have signed up, and if you haven't yet, we hope it's uh, worth it for you. Yeah. All right, what are we doing? <laughs> you got an anecdote? Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> so proud. For, Forty minutes. You think we could have figured that one out? Save Martha. Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before the sun! Under roof! Said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. Ha! 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 Movies! What you got over there? You guys didn't watch any movies? Mm. A couple, but nothing very timely. Mm. I rented Book Smart. Oh, that was supposed to be pretty good. Yeah. Olivia Wilde directed it. You remember her? She was on House. She's married mm-hmm. to Jason Sudeikis. He's in it briefly. But it's got Caitlin Deaver and Beanie Feldstein. Beanie. It's a name you don't hear about. <clears throat> she isn't she uh, a sister of I'm listening. Jonah Hill? Is, is she? I th- or, they're, they're related. I think they're brother and sister. Wow, I did not know that. I was going to say she reminds me of Jonah Hill. <laughs> this movie is basically super bad, and she's yeah. the Jonah Hill. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hmm. Might want to fact check that, but I, I remember yeah, some I talk like show that's or something crazy, talking about it. Yeah. I did not know. 
If that's true, I didn't know that, and I was going to say she reminded me of <laughs> Caitlin Deaver. Uh, do you know who she is uh, from Justified? I I loved her on Justified, and I was right. like, I hope she has a good long career. And she's she's going on. She's had several big roles. So. Right. Um, it was good. I think I thought it was going to be even better because of all the hype, but I did really enjoy it. We, yeah, my son and I watched it. We were like, that was good. You know, we, I don't know. Felt like it had some rough edges, but it's basically a the whole premise is they are graduating from high school uh, with honors. You know, they're they didn't party in high school. They've spent the whole time just studying to make sure they got into a great college, and then they find out after all that effort, everyone and you know everyone else was partying. Then they find out, oh. Everyone else is going to school, great schools too, and they partied also. So they're like, "We're this is our last chance. It's graduation night or night before. Let's go party." What did you find if, out? If you Google Jonah Hill, you get Jonah Hill movies. Jonah Second Hill's one, sister. Jonah Hill's sister. Mm. Third one, Jonah Hill Batman. So I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna click sister. Okay, I see that. And see what happens. Beanie Feldstein. <laughs> oh, well, really? We have Google confirmation. Wow. Yeah, we have we have a searched thing confirmed by. Anyway, she's good. She was in other stuff. What did we watch recently? She was in. It's my bad. Beanie, you mean? Yes. Because there was a couple things. Oh yeah. She's done some Broadway things. I know she's been in a few. Like musicals on Broadway, right? I Lady Bird, of course. That's oh, right. She was Lady Bird, but there was something else recently. Oh, what we do in the shadows? She was on that. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, she was. She got bit or something. Anyway, it was good. Basically, they tried to go party that night, make up for everything that they didn't do the first. So, so sort of the the raunchy teen comedy, but from the female perspective. Yeah, it wasn't very raunchy, though. It was more like they were prissy. They weren't like in super bad where they were. But they were trying to go out and party. And it, it was good. I like both of those actresses. And, you know, it was definitely, you could feel the female perspective. I liked Olivia Wilde's directing. And I definitely recommend it. It's a, it is totally worth renting and checking out. Um, great indie movie from this year. I also, I went to the theater yesterday <laughs> and i saw did you wear any clown makeup i did not no there was a sign post <laughs> yeah we were passing that around our theater says you can't wear can't dress up like a clown for the yeah. next couple weeks and i was like ah Good wish you have said that yeah before i got all my clown stuff they're worried about joker <laughs> things i assume anyway i got to go see ad astra oh you know what that is? Yeah, it's it's about. I did not watch the. Uh, oh, is this? Um, yeah, Brad Astor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not watch any of the previews. I've kind of been doing that now. If there's a movie I know for sure I'm going to see, I may watch the very first preview where they don't show as much, and then I don't watch anything else. I don't remember watching any for this movie because. And I'm glad I didn't, because now I will watch the preview right after I see the movie and see how revealing it was, and it would have shown me way too much. I'm glad I didn't watch it. It's got an interstellar vibe to it. He's a astronaut who 
who, uh, you know, I kind of feel like uh, I, sh- I shouldn't spoil movies because <laughs> I didn't even watch the preview, and now I'm going to tell you. I'm just going to tell you the premise. Yeah. Nothing you wouldn't see in the trailer. He is... The trailer that you wouldn't watch. That I refuse to watch. Right. His, uh, his dad, played by Tommy Lee Jones, is a famous astronaut. Uh, who went this is in the near future so he his dad was sent to the far reaches of the solar system to look for intelligent life and i won't go much more than that except that he has to go on a mission and he has issues with his dad because he hasn't seen him for years because he went on this mission and it's very sad astra it's got some brad astra about his dad astra and it's (laughs) It was good. It was like Interstellar, but nowhere near as good Interstellar. It was like other things. I don't know. It was just. It was. It was kind. Of, it had a Blade Runner twenty forty nine vibe, like some of the cinematography they were trying to do cool things, and it, it was cool. But some of it didn't fit with the movie. But and it almost felt like I. I can't think of who a better casting would be. I don't know who I wish they would have cast, but I don't feel like Brad Pitt was the right person. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would be as rugged enough to be Tommy Lee Jones's son. Uh, yeah, I mean, it no worked. one it worked. manly enough. It to worked. Do that. It worked that way. It just it was a little shaky. I feel like the I it felt like it was based on a book. I don't know that it was, but it felt like on paper it probably was great. And I wanted to see it in the theater because it was visually appealing. Hmm. I, I liked it. I did. I liked it. I was hoping to like it more because there's nothing I like more than a sci-fi movie like that. Something that makes you think about time and space and relationships and things. That's Interstellar is a top twenty movie for me. If you saw my top one hundred, and that that's what I wanted, and I didn't quite get it, but I did enjoy it. Did you watch it here in Marietta? I did. Yeah. 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 I had already moved to the smaller theater. I waited one day too long. Uh, but still good. It's only one in there. We're kind of... Uh, we didn't... Top story today. Oh, breaking news. It was breaking news today. <sighs> already be old news, and we already kind of assumed. Spider-Man's back in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, so everybody freaked out for nothing. We all assumed somebody would get worked out. Everybody loves money. Did anyone even look at the details or does it matter? Um, one more Spider-Man movie collaboration to complete the trilogy. 2021. And then I think after that it's basically the plan is Tom Holland is going to continue to be Spider-Man but only in the uh, Sony universe. So. They should just kill him off. Like, Screw you Sony. Yeah, yeah, you had right. your chance. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I heard some, somewhere somebody's working on a movie uh, that's going to be based around Madam Web. Okay. okay. Hmm. I heard that. Like, it's going to be a main character in a Spider-Man-ish movie. I don't know. Well, I had heard at one point, and I don't like, know who's how. Madam Webb? Oh, she old? She was, she's old lady? She did the, uh, I remember Madam Web from the old 90s cartoon. Hmm. Um, she had the wraparound shades on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She would like 
I don't know. Was she in a different dimension? She and like, would yeah, him? the strands of time and space, and yeah. like she could see future and past. That yeah, just yeah, sort of yeah. A, it adds that element I don't like in Spider-Man to that, that kind of the mystical, mm-hmm. otherworldly, even multiverse idea. And I think that when Spider-Verse happened in the comics, they brought her back as more, you know, the web of life extends to all this multiverse nonsense. Oh yeah, and I I had seen something at one point there, um, part of the disagreement was Sony wanted Disney to incorporate Venom, Tom Hardy's Venom into this official MCU stuff. And like, we're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hard pass. Hard pass. We got plenty of characters. I mean, we're, we're pretty full up. As yeah, as well. right. So, who knows? Which, you ended up, you liked that Venom movie, and I thought it was better than it, yeah. it uh, was, uh, had assumed. Uh, we also got some weird uh, behind-the-scenes news. Was it Bob Iger is a new book out? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff coming out of, with this uh, biography. So, I, what does he do? Is he like? Is he at like the end of his career, or is he, he is he using the book to get to launch himself into whatever the next job is? That the idea? yeah. Well, the couple big things with about Bob Iger, he stepped down from the uh, board of directors for, with Apple. Um. Bob Apple. Bob Apple. <laughs> and, uh, That's just a shorthand way to say that. Title of the episode. <laughs> um, no, he had to step down from the board of directors from Apple. You uh, left out the hyphen. Kicking off this whole streaming wars thing as Disney Plus gets ready to... Because he was, was a conflict <laughs> of interest. Right, because yeah. Apple's coming out with their own streaming service. I think it's called... Is it called Apple Plus? Oh, it's Applesauce. Applesauce? <laughs> Apple cinnamon? I don't know. Something like that. Um, but yeah, he's come out with this book. The biggest... Two two of the biggest things coming out of it so far is he tells a story about George Lucas. And I saw so many headlines. And yeah. I just didn't want to click because I don't... We've talked before. Like I don't want to drag George Lucas through the mud or whatever. Yeah, I, but it, it is what it is. I mean... He got paid a lot of money. Okay, you know, I'm sure he's happy with that. But yeah, there was a story about how they handled... They, they had bought, basically, George's ideas Scripts, yeah. Yeah, for ideas. the sequels. And even though they knew they were going to go, basically, in a different direction. And apparently it upset him. And Which that's... Like, they don't owe him that. Correct. They, they You're bought right. it. They don't. George has nothing to do with it anymore. But, yeah. Like, that seemed like an olive branch. Like, I'm sure he's had set visits and stuff. Like, they, they've tried to remain friendly. They have. So what more do you want? What, <sighs> you can't keep doing it like George has to do. I kind of felt like it was more, it was such a big story more between the fan community. Yeah, you were going to drag his name too much. Than it was. Look at you. <laughs> than it was really between George and Bob. That's my worry, is that now we have to pick sides because the fans who hate current Star Wars. Right. Who used to hate George Lucas. Like, people hate more Star Wars movies than they love, really. Yeah, but like, yeah that's true. <laughs> the, that's fans, true. the fans who can't stand the new movies can now, now have an enemy or a side to pick of like, see, George Lucas would have done it better. You yeah. should have stuck with George. Nobody hates and now, Star Wars like a Star Wars fan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So we have to kind of... I don't want there to be lines in the sand and you know dividing all this stuff up and, well, Iger's wrong and Feige's wrong and whoever's Disney's wrong. George is the only one who can do it right. Yeah, and obviously not. George is not. He he had his 
second trilogy there or whatever. Yeah, he proved he proved that, he proved that he isn't the only one. That's right. Right. Regardless, he was done. He was ready to retire. Yeah. I mean, move on. So he just was. Uh, what I heard, you know, was reading about. Basically, he was just upset because they didn't. He didn't feel like they innovated. They didn't come up with new things, and really, which that was not their goal. They wanted right. to bring back the charm of the original trilogy, yeah. and so that that that's the way they leaned with this new trilogy. And that's just my own personal opinion. But with the prequels, I always felt like that was the problem, a big problem with them, is George was more concerned about digital cameras and moving the industry forward, which he always did. And toys. But, yeah. And, and, uh, but, it's just like that movie, those movies were like great for selling toys and things and yeah. having new characters and new ships and all that stuff. But That's not we, what the newest trilogy is. Yeah. Yeah. We just kind of, I was, I'm not a big, huge prequel fan. I always felt like he should have paid more attention to the story or brought someone in that could do that. Right. Anyway, so so George, if you don't like it, do what everybody else does: start a podcast and complain about it there. Right, but um, yeah, well, that's not even what we were talking about, though. Yeah, so the other news <laughs> we got, we heard some. Again, it shouldn't be a surprise at this point, but uh, super villain has reared his ugly head, Mister Ike Perlmutter. 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 So we knew at some point Feige answered Kevin Feige, producer of the Marvel movies, answered to Isaac Perlmutter, head of Marvel Entertainment, until some point where he didn't anymore. <laughs> right. And Disney separated it and said, okay, the movies are their own thing. The rest, you know, the comics and merchandise are over here. So I feel then this so this Bob Iger book sheds a little more light on actually what happened. Yeah, that's Pretty much what's coming out of it is um, the story we already knew about uh, had come out a while ago when when Disney basically separated the Marvel from the Marvel Marvel Entertainment from the Marvel movies is what had happened because there was this huge feud going on with um, Kevin Feige wanting to make uh, Black Panther and Captain Marvel and having more diversity in the movie universe and tell stories that with characters that maybe were less mainstream and like Perlmutter kept putting up roadblocks and trying to prevent those movies ever being funded or getting made and Disney and Bob Iger basically Bob sided with Kevin Feige for the most part and said no we're going to make these movies this is well, this is the kind of content we, we need to be making going forward and drawing a bigger audience in that way um, and you know instead of just a bunch of male white superheroes and yeah so, so is this new information this, this really if it's not this, not this Wait. isn't new information to us and our listeners because hey we've been talking about 
Ike Perlmutter for three or four years now. But it seemed like all the headlines were Perlmutter didn't want Black Panther or Captain Marvel. Like, I I don't think we knew quite the specifics. Right. But we knew he, he, again, the roadblocks and he was hard to deal with and didn't want to spend any money and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, you go back to some of our first podcasts we ever did and we were talking about Ike Perlmutter fighting with Kevin Feige before anybody knew who Kevin Feige was. So yeah, if you if you're a long time listener, this might be some older news to you that you've heard us go on about it before. But I think yeah, as a general populace, this is new. The book has brought it more to light than anything. But to play devil's advocate, to play promoter's advocate, like <laughs> it's easy to look back. Okay, Black Panther made a billion dollars. Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. It's easy to look back and say, see what a dummy, what a dumb mistake. But Again, all these movies have, at some point, there are risks. Right. At some point, you're spending a lot of money on characters we're not quite sure are, you know, A-list characters. So I'm not, you know, siding with Perlmutter, but, you know, that's, but that's it the It wasn't a guarantee. Uh, you know, do women really go see movies? Do minorities really, you know, do they support their, you know, like, these arguments Hollywood's been having for decades, and then they keep being proven wrong, but that's, you know, the old argument is still out there for that side, but... Right. Again, once again... You know, in retrospect, it's easy to say that's a terrible idea. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, I don't think this is this book on the stand yet. I didn't even read that far into the article. I was so consumed with the rest of it, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it's called "The Ride of a Lifetime." Bob oh, Iger. Yeah. So I think Perlmutter is going to send like his lawyers out to buy every copy <laughs> off the stands. Like, have them destroyed. And then he's going to get his wife involved, and they're going to write a bunch of letters and send it to all Bob's neighbors. <laughs> you know, good power mutter. <laughs> <clears throat> Any other movie news? No? Okay. Nope. We got a... Uh, where are we going to do? Yeah, there's a big movie coming up this week-ish. We're getting yeah, close to... A big movie in the comic world and a big movie in the world world. It's winning, you know, uh, awards at film festivals and stuff. So, the Joker is on its way, and we thought, what better way to celebrate its star than by picking a one job? One job forever? Look, I have one job on this lousy ship. It's stupid, but I'm gonna do it, okay? You tosses. You had one job to do. All right, Joaquin Phoenix. It always kills me when I look at a list of their movies, and I there's not as much stuff on here. He's an acclaimed oh, like he's I, he's known for being that actor's actor. That I think he, guy. I think he's one of the top two or three actors there are. He right gets now. generally nominated for just about everything yeah. he's in, but he's no, not, he's sure. not like I don't think he's a huge box office guy. Right, he just is. Great. I mean, he's really good. But I, yeah, obviously, Joker hasn't come out yet. It looks to be a, a pretty big movie, both awards. On paper, you're sitting there. Okay, everybody. Who would have? Who would think that we even try to beat what Heath Ledger did? You know, it's like, well, on paper, mm-hmm. who could? Joaquin Phoenix was about as good as you could get to try. Mm-hmm. But would he try? You know, would he sign up for that? And then he did. <laughs> You're like, what? And then see, people are saying he pulled it off. It's like, what? <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to see this movie. I, I can't. I can't believe it, but I, I, I really like him. I don't know. 
whether this is going to be everything they're saying it is. Yeah, but. I don't know much about him personally. You hear stories that he's hard to work with or all this stuff, but I don't care about any of that. I just want, you know, just performance-wise, he's been really good in some really good movies. So this might be a difficult choice, but what, what's what's our choice? Okay, let's see here. Going way way down here on the list. Uh, Clay Pigeons. Did anybody ever see that? Him and Vince Vaughn? Mm, never did. It's all right. Um, Return to Paradise. Again, Vince Vaughn. Anne Hash. That was pretty mm. good. Uh, Inventing the Abbots. That was that. Uh, Liv Tyler. Sure um, it was. <laughs> Keep guys, going. Guys Keep going. These Ladder 49. Keep going. Reservation Road with Mark Ruffalo. Didn't see either of those. Yeah. All good. Uh, <laughs> I know you don't have the drop ready, but you have to insert it here. And Mary Magdalene. <laughs> um, oh, I didn't realize that movie had already been made. <laughs> yeah. He he was in Parenthood. Yeah, that that's yeah. Yep, that checks. Uh, yeah, that, we own the that's night. That's one I've seen. <laughs> we own the night. Did you guys see that? It's, good. it's on Prime right now for free. If you've never seen it, it was him and Marky Mark. James Gray directed. He directed Ad Astra. But uh, it's good. He's like uh, it's like uh, involving the mafia. He's trying to like protect his brother and dad from the Russian mafia. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that. It has uh, Eva Mendez in it also. It's probably like ten years ago, less than ten years ago. It's good, worth watching. Eight millimeter was in my top one hundred. Not necessarily because of him, but he was fine in it. Yeah, I don't remember him being a young actor. Like he yeah. came out and he was already kind of old, middle aged. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's see. We got here's one when he was when he was young. Uh, to die for. I never really gave a rat's ass about the weather. Until I got to know Miss Amretto. Now, I take it very serious. If it rains, there's lightning and thunder, or if it snows, I have to. Uh, mm. Oh, right. Sorry. With Nicole Kidman. You never saw that? No. He was the girl, the guy that she seduced at one, you know, as she's trying to be like this, uh, I can't believe you didn't see that. She's a... It's Gus Van Sant movie. She wants to be a world-famous news anchor. And she, like, seduces these younger guys to kill her husband or something like that. Wow. Good movie. Um, The one... I'm Still Here was that one that he spent, like, a year or two pretending to be this character in real life. Oh, I forgot about that. Grew the big beard. Yeah. Went on Letterman and acted yep. all weird. Yep. Yeah, I never did watch that movie. The Immigrant. Because <laughs> or something. Uh, Don't worry. He won't get far on foot. I told you about last year I watched. He was playing that uh, John Callahan. He was a comic artist. Never heard of it. Ro- Hotel Rwanda, I guess he was in. I didn't see that. Brother Bear. It's going to be in Joker. He was in The Village. Which he, I, I really liked him in that. He didn't have a huge role, but did a good job. The Sisters Brothers last year, him and John C. Riley, that was pretty good. The Cowboy, you walked in here when I started watching it that one night. 
It was like they, were, oh, they set yeah. that place on fire. Yeah, it's yeah, a cowboy yeah. movie. It was all right. Uh, Gladiator. He's the yep guy. That, I assume that was kind of his breakout. He, he, I don't kinda, know. I feel like that kind of got him known. Yeah, I would agree. I think, I think his got, breakout think was nominated. that he had, a, he had a famous brother. Well, yeah, but this kind of put So it just seems the, like he was always yeah. been there. It's done. Vice. I think he's really good at it. Yeah, that. I like that. It's, but a lot of people, the norms, the muggles hate that movie. <laughs> but it's pretty good, and he's good in it. Um, oh my gosh, I got my pick. Okay, well I haven't said you're gonna hate on. it. Okay, good. So it's us voting, Jordan. Um, Oh, let's see. You were never really here from last year. Did you watch that? I feel like you said you watched that. No, didn't get to that one. Lynn Ramsey, he was like a traumatized veteran who goes in to like these, uh, I don't know whether they were trafficking the kids or something, and he goes in and saves this girl, and it's very intense. Has he ever made a comedy? Yes. Okay. Sort of. <laughs> Actually, I, I love this movie. What? Say it. Space Camp! Oh, oh my God. Wow. I didn't remember he was in it, so it can't be my pick. I know nothing. Jinx about has to send Max to space. It's the whole premise for the whole movie. <laughs> it's been too long okay. on that one. The Master. Very good in that. Like, that one's good. His face should have won an award for that. Like, <laughs> Just like all the lines on his face and everything. is like 
Freddy something. I remember his name was Freddy. As like a very susceptible man yeah. who falls for this Freddy very charismatic Quell. cult leader. Right. It's good. Her. That's a, that's quite a performance. Spike Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. Definitely enjoyed that. It's got a great stash in that movie. <laughs> the only one I haven't mentioned that I feel like is he's most known for is Walk the Line when he played Johnny Cash. I tried to call you, but I think there's something wrong with your phone. Look at you. Have you looked in a mirror lately? How are you going to sing when you can't even talk? I got the laryngitis. <laughs> Remember? Marry me, June. Oh, please. Get up off your knees. You look pathetic. Come on. My girl's seeing somebody like this. Come on, baby. Where's my friend John? Did he get high? Or is he incognito? Is he gone? Because I don't like this guy, Cash. I ain't incognito. I'm right here. You see? I'm here. Fine. Where's your car? Here's some makeup. You walked here? Yeah. You walked here all the way from Nashville? Yeah, well, walking's good for you. See, I'm trying to get into shape, dude. It cleans out your system. Well, it's a spiritual thing. I'm on a love walk. The June Carter love walk. In memorial. You know what? I walk <laughs> And he did his own singing, and, like, he looks nothing like Johnny Cash and sounds nothing like him, but he, he, had, he had the swagger enough to pull it off. Like, you kind of forgot he was doing an imitation. Right. I was going to see, did he win any awards for that? Uh, she did, but I don't think he did. True. True story. He was nominated. Okay. Okay. I was double checking here. He was nominated and she won. Um, so there's one big one missing, I assume, is your pick. Okay. I No, I just didn't. I just don't think oh. I saw it. You didn't mention Signs. Oh, I didn't. I skipped it there. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, that yeah. was. Okay. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he was in signs. He swing away. Um, I'm looking at the cast at Space Camp. It's pretty great. Walking. We've lost him. The rest of the night oh, yeah. is gone. Walking. Okay. Is this Let me a read this Disney based movie. No. Uh. Uh-uh. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix, Leah Thompson, Kate Capshaw, Kelly Preston. Tate Donovan, Tom Skerritt, and Larry B. Scott, who was in Revenge of the Nerds. He played Lamar. Okay. Great movie. Love Space Camp. Should watch Never it. saw it. I mean, I saw parts of it. 1986. That was a great year. <laughs> what back, a year. Back when we shot kids into space. <laughs> they found their way home. Come a long way, Ad Astra. All you, all you needed was Kate Capshaw. She get you home. <laughs> She'll get you home. Spoilers <laughs> for Space Kid. So what do you, what do you think of Jordan? I'm not. Um, um, I, yeah. I really like. Seriously, he's one of my favorite actors, and I'm upset that there's not something that I'm just like. This is it for sure. This is what it is. I've I've gotten narrowed down to four. Okay. I think probably her and the master are maybe his best performances, quote unquote. Like where he carries the whole movie mm-hmm. and it's. You know, the camera's on him, you know, for so much of it, especially her. But, yeah, the master, him playing off of uh, uh, 
Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Those two together, wow, dynamite. That, the interview scene when he he doesn't blink for like several minutes. It's crazy. Um, but signs I've always loved that movie. And he's a big part of why. Like I don't know. Again, he's is he the brother? No, yeah. his brother. Yep. And like the uncle to the kids. Like, I don't know. They just have such a great family dynamic. Signs is great. But then again, you know, Walk the Line is kind of the, the fan favorite, the crowd favorite. Everybody loved that for a musical biopic. And I love Johnny Cash, so I could lean that way. I could lean, I'm leaning four different directions here. Okay. Well, I'm not leaning Space Camp. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to reveal that. Uh, I really like the movie Signs, and I, I think he's great in it, but I don't think. I could never say this is his best performance. He doesn't even hardly speak. Um, he's kind of he's kind of damaged. He's got he's got trauma. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he gets a baseball bat. He smacks him yeah. with a bat. So anyway, I I really like her. Great movie. Um, I don't know. I feel I feel like for me, it's pretty obviously walk the line. Like I think it's all him like you said he does his own singing and I, I what I don't know how authentic it is to him being Johnny Cash you know that way more than I would know but I really feel like he plays a great character in that movie I think he does a great job you can see like the inner demons and the like yeah you every scene he's in especially in the years where he's you know popping pills and stuff like you just see all that coiled energy inside him, and obviously the famous improv scene of him ripping the sink off the wall. Like mm. that was not in the script. He actually busted up the bathroom. Wow. But I have a hard time with that movie now that Dewey Cox has come out and <laughs> parodied it. So I love. Was it the legend? What's it called? A walk hard. Walk hard. Legend oh yeah, yeah. With John C. Riley, Jenna Fisher. <laughs> I just parried. All, so now every time I see Walk the Line, I, I'm just imagining that. all the yeah. funny stuff that happened in Dewey Cox. So <laughs> it's it's taking the wind out of the sails a little bit. Right. I'm listening. I'll back you up if you got a good <laughs> argument. Because I'm not. Yeah, I, but I've watched Walk the Line probably five or six times. Whereas right. I, I finished Her or The Master. It's like, wow, those are good movies. And I've never felt like going back and watching them again. So, yeah. I, I He does give if, a good dramatic performance in Her. He He... You know, they sell that idea really well. Like, if you've never seen her, it's a, you know, slightly in the future where you can have a relationship. I mean, we're so close to that with Alexa and things. You know, you've got, it's basically that. And and he develops this relationship with Scarlett Johansson's voice on this, you know, his iOS device basically and I you know he just does a good job he has to carry a lot of that movie and just the way he reacts to things and it's pretty impressive but you guys are going to feel real silly if this Joker movie comes out and you absolutely love it <laughs> yeah I I we're that's just it though I don't I, I mean don't. this is official this is important this is an important True. decision we've right never here. gone back and amended because of a <laughs> better performance and never later. will <laughs> until we need to but I also wouldn't sleep on Gladiator like people love that movie still that's one of those ones that runs on oh, cable man. every weekend I don't thumbs down without thinking of that movie <laughs> but you know, you know Russell Crowe was huge in that movie but part of that's because of the villain you know playing against this 
ter- terrifying Did villain. Job? Russell Crowe. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Got sidetracked. <laughs> Wait, let's do that. Bonus content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Walk the Line's good for me. Okay. No, no love for Parenthood, huh? I don't even remember him in that. He was the little... Remember he, Keanu Reeves? I remember him in that. Okay. He played the little boy. Yeah. And uh, his I dad... remember Steve Martin saying, I was waiting for a head to spin around. <laughs> and uh, it, was in, it was... They had some good scenes in there where Keanu... They were like high school kids and he, um, he was the boyfriend and the the dad had run off with some some other woman yeah. wouldn't give the kid any little time picture of the dad maybe. well i was just thinking maybe i could stay with dad for a while what well i've been here a long time maybe i should live with him for a while you want to live with your father kind of have you talked to your father about that no not yet I thought I'd call him. Honey, you know, you don't know your father like I do. I don't know him at all. What's his number? I I, was the, I, I love the movie, yeah. but I can't just pick... I can't just pick because of a movie. Or I'd be like, oh, sides or something, you know. But it has to be like a full... What's this particular... What's he known for? What's... And that was good. Would he do a great job? I hear the train so. coming. It's rolling around the bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom prison. And time keeps dragging on. Well, like we got in, in the. Annals of Kapal history. But that train keeps a rolling. Joaquin Phoenix's one job down to San is Johnny Cash. And walk the line. When I was just a baby, I'm okay with that. My mama told me, son, always be a good boy. Don't ever play with guns, but I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. Well, that's the rousing sort of. <laughs> well, we always start with such when I high hopes. I know. Yeah, we're gonna do we, it. And then we by the never, end, it's like I we never. I've never looked up anybody yet that I thought. Yes, this is the vast library I thought I was going to see. Mm-hmm. And it's always just like, wow, they were only in that. They only did that. <laughs> we really only do people we like. We've never done someone we've like, Ugh, that person. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine? <laughs> what if we did Garrett D? We'd be like, oh my gosh, this embarrassment of riches. But those people keep a moving. And that's what tortures me. All right, <laughs> moving on. What what what's up here? Let me know. Is that it? Okay, then. On that note, with that locked and loaded and done and <laughs> said and signed, sealed and delivered and capped and trapped and keep going. I got nothing. Keep going. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a patron. Thank yes. you for liking our Facebook page. Yeah, and um, thank you for letting us know if Our we mistakes. ever mess anything up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, not telling us when we do good. Yeah, I walked in here tonight, and Seth had a samurai sword. He was ready to. He was ready to commit seppuku. Yeah, I was. I'm. I'm still torn. I was. I, I was listening. I was mid, midway through listening to that final episode of the TV theme song "Extreme Kabao <laughs> Breakfast" or whatever, and I've never been able to return to it ever since I realized I made a mistake. <laughs> just like, it's too painful. Might as well just delete it all. If you if it makes you feel any better, I listened to it like two times all the way through. Yeah. And didn't even pick up on it. <laughs> so yeah. well, I've been whistling the missing song for the last two days, and it's like a sad, you know, version of the song. Oh, Sunday, Monday. <laughs> no more happy days. <laughs> no more sad. I just realized we didn't get to the righteous gemstones of how we started this episode. You guys were talking about righteous gemstones. Son of a. We'll bitch. do it next week. <laughs> All right, we got a whole bunch of new TV. It is the fall. New TV is here. We got returning favorites. We got brand new episodes. We're going to review some stuff. Uh, after that, we've probably got uh, movies to review. We've got Riverdale coming back. So, oh we'll, my gosh, oh, Sum- summer might be over. The countdown practice might be over. Yes, I can't wait. I'm I'm hyped for Riverdale. <laughs> There's much much more to come. We're not taking if you a foot off the pedal. Somehow have. Joined this podcast since we since the third season of Riverdale ended. Get ready, because oh, we're going to be all Riverdale all the time. <laughs> it's it's peak Kapow. Get, really. ca- get caught up on the show. You're going to want to do that. Get caught up. Watch the first three se- seasons. Uh, listen to all of our episodes, recapping oh, them. I envy them so much. The, uh, you have no <laughs> idea how great it is, and then come back fresh and ready for. For our breakdowns, it's going to be great. Oh, syrup's going to be everywhere. (laughs) We'll see you later, everybody. My name is Jordan Lowe. Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Goodbye forever. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. Okay. Do we know what TV we're going to even do on this one? Let's just do all the new, sh- the newest stuff. The newest stuff. Yeah, we could talk about. Gemstones. And I've got like I've got the Emmy winners and that country music documentary, but that's not Let me see if I have something special for Did you look oh Force Friday's next one. This was a lot easier when we didn't care. I said there's money involved now. Now it's like, oh no. (laughs) Well I was thinking about it the other day, like remembering like recording a show and then waiting three weeks for Mark to edit it and put it out. Oh my by, god! By then it was so old news that nobody ever cared. Right. Uh that was about. And here I, I am. Worried, took much more. Of that. We're worried about the Joker. <laughs> Hadn't even come out yet. Right. <laughs> All right. Sorry, I had a text message. <laughs> edit that out. Um. Now I lost my. What were we talking about? Uh, Feige and Perlmutter being separated. Oh yeah. So yes. Now I can't remember something ride.
It's called What a Ride, Bob Iger. It's a Small World After All. No. By Bob Apple. <laughs> Bob Apple. Uh, let's see. It's a let's Bob see. World. Yeah. Bob Applesauce. <laughs> you know, actually, that's all I remember him from. It's like his child really? movies. Yeah. Like what? Um, Parenthood, he was in... Um, was like a teenager we're talking? Or younger? Younger. Like, he was in um, the vampire movie. Brother Bear? No. He was in, it's, there's something about Brother Bear on him. Um, court, the Corys. 2003, Brother Bear. What? He was in Lost Boys? Yeah. Was he one of the wasn't Lost he, Boys? No, wasn't he the little the little kid in Lost Maybe I'm wrong. I think you're wrong. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Edit that out. <laughs> Edit. Leave it in. <laughs> Patron only. 